Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring up anything you'd like. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. It is the live Memorial Day edition of the program. That's right. We're here while those other talk show hosts take the day off. We're here to take your phone calls about whatever you want. And as usual, it is Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. Once again, the number is 800-259-9231. Now, it's Memorial Day, so inevitably that means there's, uh, I think, a a bit of commentary that is uh, requisite. Nothing more out of place than an anti-war activist on the radio on Memorial Day. Hey, where's our paid (laughs) vacation anyway? We're supposed to be, aren't we supposed to be off? Like, this is... An- another three-day weekend. For- did you vote for Obama? <laughs> no. Then you, 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 you got Maybe. nothing to complain about. Yeah. You can take time off if you want to, man. <laughs> yeah, get out. It's not like I, you're I paid to did. be here in the I first already, place. I already missed a, a Monday recently, so... Yeah. So uh, we'll, of course, take your phone calls, your thoughts uh, about whatever you want. In fact, we'll start things out here with an email I was sent. Now, normally, normally I don't really care for people forwarding me emails. You know, these forwards, email forwards yeah. that go all around everywhere. Uh, normally, I'm more interested in hearing from people as to what they think, but this one I thought was worth actually uh, looking at because it gives you some idea of what it is that is going around from email box to email box over this particular weekend. And, of course, it's all about Memorial Day. So it's, as you might expect, the kind of – it's not really a lengthy email, but it is one of those – Emails where you know certain words are capitalized uh, a whole bunch. There's a lot of exclamation marks, <laughs> colors, right. red, white, and blue. Lots of it. There are colors, and they are indeed uh, red, white, and blue. So I'll just go ahead and jump right into this. So it's about Memorial Day. Keep it moving, please. Even if you've seen it before, it is the veteran, not the preacher, who has given us freedom of religion. Okay, is it the veteran that has given us freedom? No, it wasn't a question. Of religion? It is the veteran. This is a statement. Well, I understand. This that's is a the declaration. Case. You know, I. So, I mean, I, I guess that they're looking at uh, the sort of the Revolutionary War figures, and I would say that um, that yeah, there was. Uh, there were problems with freedom of religion. I guess it was it was the pilgrims and the Puritans and those kind of people, people that fled England in order to get freedom here in the United States from religion. And then they, of course, found lots of uh, conflicts once they got in this soil. The but they weren't seeking freedom from religion. They just wanted a place where their religion would be the dominant religion. Right, free, freedom of religion. Yeah, but, but even so, the, even then, they were not like super... Pro uh, pro free religion. Did they people. burn witches? There were people who, who did, and who, Quakers. Yeah, <laughs> there were people who fought for freedom, who believed in freedom of religion. But they were mostly mostly uh, deists and borderline atheists. So. Uh, the deists movement that I know of, and I, I would have to look this up to make sure, but it really didn't get picked up until the Enlightenment period, and that was afterwards, sort of after the the colonies kind of got started getting populated not yeah. to say that there were no deists that uh, came over here for freedom from religion but i'm just saying that they were the ones that kind of spearheaded the freedom of religion it seemed like a lot of the founding fathers were deists and some they were certainly you know some were just bible pounding <laughs> nuts some of the more outspoken ones i think that, that it, it might had they not fought about it, it might not it might not have been that way but that, i just think the i think the uh the point being though that so many of the people who left england to get freedom to practice their specific religion we're not necessarily coming over here uh above the hypocrisy of 
of them imposing of them believing imposing their religion on other people. So what you're saying is that the people that fought for the Continental Army and people who fought for the various militia 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 good question of um the I think it's just militia the militias yeah something like that of the, uh, the 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 colonies that those people didn't in fact want freedom of religion they just wanted freedom for, of religion for themselves specifically they wanted to be able to do that, what they wanted to do that's certainly the impression i have of the of the puritans and pilgrims and such was not so much that you know they came over with this notion of everyone needs to be free to have to practice the religion of their choice they were like let's come over here because we believe in this religion and we can get away with it over here now in pennsylvania <laughs> they did have a freedom of religion you could do uh, what you wanted but they were dominated at the time well they were they were dominated up until about the time of the revolutionary war by quakers 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line for your uh, your thoughts here. It is the veteran. Now, veteran is all capitalized. Not the reporter who has given us freedom of the press. Well, there's lots of veterans in the police force, and it's the police forces that tend to uh, crack down on reporters. Yeah, um, didn't we just see footage over the weekend of uh, Adam Kokesh, a, a television personality, being body and slammed? And veteran. And also news media photographers, cameramen being pushed out of a so-called public place, uh, specifically the Jefferson Memorial in Washington, D.C., as the uh, the thug cops there were attempting to crack down on people for dancing. Where, didn't they kick every single person with a camera out of there, including NBC's uh, photographer? Well, not to mention that. Yes, they, the, did. they did. They did. Uh, but the United States has slid down the uh, the list of press freedoms, well, maybe the veterans because just... of Barack Obama and his uh, crackdown on transparency. The well, it was sliding was before have... that. What? It was sliding down before that. It was that. sliding, but that yeah. doesn't mean that he... I mean, the president that was supposed to buoy it up, the guy who said, I, yeah. we're going to have transparency, that guy is not doing that. He's doing the opposite. And if it was the veteran who was going to do something about this, then likely we would be at the top of the list because we've been fighting war since two thousand or since uh, World War II. I mean, we should have press freedom by now. Well, maybe they're just not fighting hard enough. Maybe they need some more. Maybe, maybe the they war... really don't give a flying flip at a rolling donut about press freedom. Maybe it's the more war there is, the more freedom there is. So they just need to make more war. Since the veterans are responsible, apparently, for giving us all of these freedoms, I mean, we wouldn't have any freedoms according to this email if it weren't for men and women going around the world killing innocent people i mean we we just need to slaughter more we just need to have the u.s military just do more slaughtering and for every little child that they dismember and every uh, family that they destroy then we'll get more freedom that's how it works right apparently (laughs) there's more here it is the veteran not the poet who has given us freedom of speech um, doesn't the Declaration of Independence say that, uh, that that God gave you freedom of speech? That's a good question. I don't happen to have that. Uh, You're endowed that by right your now. Creator certain inalienable yeah. rights. Well, this is life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. So freedom of speech. So if you combine the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, you will get that the idea that uh, God endows you with rights, and then those rights are among them would be freedom of speech in right. uh, the first. See, it's not all of the heroic people like the Quakers uh, who stood up for their beliefs or the you know, the people that stood up for freedom of the press like the folks this weekend or the people that stood up for freedom of speech like the uh, the folks this weekend at the Jefferson Memorial who were dancing in public 
when they were told that they couldn't. It's not because of heroic individuals who made a stand for liberty right. and put their lives and their, their freedom on the line without ever raising a pistol, without ever raising any kind of uh, method of violence toward another human being. It's not those folks who are responsible for securing freedoms for others. It's men and women who go around killing people. That uh, I, don't think you can't, uh, I don't think you can't kill for freedom. I think you could uh, kill tyrannical people and get freedom, but the idea that you U.S. soldiers do anything but obey the orders that they're given to them. It's a a rare instance that a U.S. soldier does such a thing. But the idea that they do that is it, it it's well it's demonstrably false they're, so they're therefore the soldiers, very specific interests that are generally not in line with the average american well, they're the government the government i mean show me the government uh, that's that's protecting freedom it's rare i'm not saying that that there haven't been governments that have uh, you know engaged in violence and that's what governments do they're they're organizations that claim for themselves a monopoly privilege on the use of violence that a government that hasn't engaged in violence uh, for for the sake of more rights, they're out there. The instances have occurred, but they are few compared to the multiple instances of the United States government cracking down on freedoms. Oh, yeah. And I just don't see too many instances here on U.S. soil of the government protecting people's freedom in the last two or three decades. Like uh, this one. It's the veteran, not the campus organizer who has given us freedom to assemble. 1-800-259-9231. I mean, we can make the same points over and over again here. It's the military, former military members going into the police that are cracking down on a lot of these freedoms that they supposedly have given to us. So I guess he who giveth can taketh away. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. And, of course, the whole idea that other humans uh, gave you freedom is you know kind of silly, especially the ones they can that take it away too. going around killing other people. It's not a real good way to set example for freedom. I can truthfully say that VerbalSurgery.com, best daggum podcast I've ever learned to change my neurology right now. Feeling good, feeling better about myself right now. VerbalSurgery.com gets inside of my brain, massages those sweet old brain lobes inside of my head. Feeling better right now. Even now I feel better and I want to go and listen to some VerbalSurgery.com right now. Go do it, baby. Feeling good. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. This live Memorial Day edition of the program, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and those features include listening options. We've got a variety of them. In fact, you can go to listen.freetalklive.com to get access to our live streams, including broadband and dial-up versions of the show, airing the latest episode 24-7 around the clock uh, over at listen.freetalklive.com. In addition, you'll learn about the great radio stations, nearly 100 of them, that air this program across the country as well as our satellite listening options and our web, uh, webcam and listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. By the way, speaking of our satellite listening options, I uh, want to announce officially that we are now on our second XM uh, satellite talk radio channel. They have added us weekends to Extreme XM, which is uh, a different kind of channel. The first channel we were on was America's Talk, or excuse me, it's called Extreme Talk. 
the first channel that we are on right now tonight, weeknights, we're on America's Talk. Uh, but then on the weekends, we air on Ex- Extreme Talk, which is more of like a hot talk kind of a channel. It's a lot of the shows that are on Extreme Talk. They're not so much your grandfather's talk radio. Not talking about issues and politics and things like that. Yeah, and I don't like politics, but we certainly talk about issues uh, on this I think program. a lot of people tend to equate issues with politics. It's a shame, too, because politics sucks, and issues are interesting. Politics is, to me, all about politicians and the Republicans and the Democrats and whatever infighting that they have uh, with one another, which I find completely useless. So I think we'll fit in well there, considering we actually started on a hot talk talk radio station way back in 2002. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, so now we've got two different ways for you to listen on XM plus our other satellite listening options. All the details are there at listen.freetalklive.com. Perhaps you may own or know somebody who has a company that is struggling to collect money owed from past due accounts. Delinquent accounts are problematic, not only from the standpoint of diminished revenues, but businesses find themselves sidetracked with the arduous task of trying to collect on these accounts. Consequently, valuable time and resources are pulled away from principal operations. SACL CAI liberates businesses from inefficiencies in the vexing task of collections. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. Stop one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI. So sharing with you for this Memorial Day edition of the show, as we're here, of course, we're willing to take your phone calls, as always, at 800-259-9231. Sharing an email, one of these email forwards that's just going around everywhere, uh, which, of course, contains all kinds of questionable claims, like how the veterans are responsible for giving you all of the wonderful freedoms that you enjoy. And they go through uh, freedom of speech, the freedom to uh, assemble, freedom of religion, the freedom of every the press. Region. Yeah, every region. All because of men and women following the orders of politicians. Boy, if we didn't have that happening, then we just would be, it'd be like Red China here. It, wait, don't they have a military there too? They've got militaries everywhere. Wait, in fact, Costa Rica doesn't even have a military. How is it that they have any freedoms in Costa Rica? Not sure. Yeah, that's weird. Well, anyway, 800-259-9231. Maybe that's something to think about. But, of course, as we pointed out, there's all kinds of examples about how these freedoms that this this email claims that we all have don't actually, in point of fact, exist, or certainly don't exist to the point where you could call them just carte blanche a freedom. Well, like, you don't have the freedom to assemble where they don't want you to. Like in the Jefferson Memorial over the weekend where nearly half a dozen liberty activists were arrested, and violently, I may say, uh, in many ways... They were arrested for being in a place that is ostensibly public. So clearly, those folks didn't have the freedom to assemble. They didn't have the freedom of the press because the press was kicked out of that location. And they certainly didn't have the freedom of speech and expression. And that's the thing that I, I would expect to see here in the, the, the freest country on earth, where freedom isn't free, where our, where our soldiers are boys for fighting for freedom every day overseas. I would expect to see freedoms increasing. But in fact, what I see is freedoms decreasing. Right, and there's plenty of wars out there. Right, if you believe that wars, that freedoms need to diminish during war, uh, you know, there's examples during World War II. It's God's war, and and, uh, Americans' freedoms were clamped down a bit on World War II, but it was over, and then they all got them all back. It was great. Mark, do you want the terrorists to win? Right, and we'll take into consideration... We're free from terrorists because of the The war hasn't stopped. You're far more likely to get shot by a cop than you are by a terrorist, blown up by a terrorist. I mean, you know, this... Absolutely. Well, I mean, and then not to mention that what they're doing militarily is making more terrorists and probably making us more likely to be attacked by terrorists again. Also, if you want to count the uh, people killed by armies, or killed by the United States Army, 
you're going to count a lot more people than were killed on 9 but, 9 11 2000 but those aren't Americans so they don't really count right they, yeah sorry they're brown 1-800-259-9231 the email goes on it is the veteran not the lawyer who has given us the right to a fair trial ah written as someone who has never been to trial i mean come on the idea that you get a fair trial in this country is absolutely ludicrous Anyone who has ever been in the judicial so-called justice system knows that it's all a sham and it really is just essentially window dressing to cover for the violence that is inherent in this idea of the state. That's all the the court system is. Mark, you're going to go to a trial actually coming up this Thursday. And and the point that I'm going to make is this trial isn't fair. And how will you be making that point? Well, do you really want me to give away what I'm going to do at uh, trial? You think they're listening to you? I don't know. I suppose the possibility exists. I'm basically going to, you know, point out that hey, uh, do you, is, am I supposed to get a free trial, a fair trial here? I mean, is this supposed to be fair? And well, then, yes, yes, it is. Well, what else would they say? Uh-huh. And I'd say, well, so then I've got the cop on the witness stand. It's the only option I really have. So then your word here isn't going to be taken any more than mine is, right? Well, no, of course not. So the judge doesn't trust you more than he trusts me, right? No, this is completely uh, th- this is completely fair. So trial. why is it that they let you into this courtroom with a Glock twenty six on your hip, but I, in fact, had my pocket knife taken away from me? I'm a trained professional, but that means they trust you at the very least to be a trained professional, right? I suppose. So what? if I was a trained professional, I wouldn't be able to bring a gun in here? Objection calls for speculation. Objection, Your Honor. This uh, this fellow here is uh, obviously there's some kind of collusion going on between you two. <laughs> Motion for dismissal. Denied. Of course. I, I fully expect to go to prison for this or jail for jail, this. Jail, yeah. Um, you know, but Mark's it's a speeding pokey, ticket, by but, the way. Yeah, you go, you're going in for a speeding ticket. It's like a $70 something speeding ticket. They're going to tack on. And somebody pointed out recently that there are court costs in New Hampshire, and I never really made the connection because they don't call it that so i guess they fooled me <laughs> but they have this they have uh the 20 percent or 30 is it 30 percent or 20 percent I'm, I'm spacing out on this i should know i've been through enough of this but whenever you get assessed a fine there's like an assessment fee so if you're not assessed a fine then technically there's no court costs but every time you're pretty much assessed a fine so when they assess you with this fine they tack on a fee like a 20 or 30 percent fee on top of that and uh, that's essentially what the, the court costs are in New Hampshire. Yeah, so you gonna, may end up with about $100 worth of I'm going to have a fund. problem with that, too, because um, the con- New Hampshire Constitution says that justice is free. Mm, good point. So, yeah. Does that mean you're going to appeal? I don't know. Okay. I, no, I probably I, won't appeal. I, I, I pointed won't go straight out. to jail. I pointed that out when they wanted to charge me fees for uh, appealing to the, super- the Superior Court. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I re- reported that, and they said that uh, it's already been decided that that doesn't apply to this case. Right? Yep, that's right. I got the same um, excuse from yeah. them. Uh, well, well there's, this no, other, there's this other court case that we're relying on that basically says that, uh, yeah, that whole thing about justice being free, that means you can't buy the judge. That means you can't, uh, you know, essentially buy a verdict. That was what the intention was behind that, according to some court decision. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. So we can charge you whatever fees we want. Thousands of years ago... From the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, 
TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, bring up anything, toll-free number, the live Memorial Day edition of the show, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site. They're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. We've got archives, so if you missed a moment, just click and download. They're right there. On the front page of the website, the last week's worth, and then if you click into the archive section, that takes you all the way back to late 2006. That is all free for you at freetalklive.com. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes that you have to pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. There's no combustion No tar, no foul, lingering odors, no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL, FTL is in Free Talk Live, at VaporStation.com. Get an additional 5% off VaporStation.com. All right, so the toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. Let's go to you, your phone calls, your thoughts. Robert, listening in Arizona, you're on with Ian, Dale, and Mark on Free Talk Live. Hello, Robert. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? uh, Well, a couple things. Uh, First thing I'd like to bring up is the uh, debacle with the CNN uh, 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 video cast at the... uh, I don't think they aired, but they got on YouTube where uh, CNN was in Joplin, and uh, they had some information about a secret morgue that uh, 150, I guess, people were being brought to. I know there's still like 132 people still missing. They find out about some secret morgue. Uh, they find out about the location, and then when they go to go to this location, that there's police blocking the uh, street, saying you can't uh, come down here, you, you can't see where this place is. And they are threatened uh, with arrest if they don't turn around and mm. head back the other way. And this was on CNN, by the way. Boy, thank it's goodness we have all those away. veterans out there fighting for the freedom of the press. Yeah, well, exactly, right? Mm. Fighting for the freedom of the press. And that the mainstream propaganda media got turned away. So what do you think about that? It's incredible. <laughs> I saw it on CNN myself and uh, you know, thought, I wonder how they could even do this. Uh, you know, how can they keep a news crew from rolling down a public street and filming something from the side of the road. Apparently they could. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Can you say police state? Oh, I yeah. Mean, come on, guys. Absolutely. Well, I, we've been saying that for a long time, dude. I think it's yeah, I, becoming more blatantly yeah, but, obvious. I mean, the things they're doing now are are so much more overtly... It's in uh, your face. State. It is. It's getting very in your face. And it's, you know, some of it's been fairly subtle. And, you know, I think a lot of people have been saying, look, look what's happening. Pay attention. Um, pull your head out of your ass, you know. And, and now it's getting to where it's, you know, the, to the common person, it's they're seeing this and going, yes, we are getting into a police state. Robert, I presume you've seen the footage from uh, D.C. over this weekend with the dancers oh. being arrested? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it was just, it was disgusting to every level you can be imaginable. I mean, these. People were peaceful, protesting people. They were dancing, for God's sake. They were dancing. Yep. Can you imagine that? Being arrested for dancing. How much more outrageous 
and in your face could they make this i mean besides like maybe like cracking a few heads at the dance protest it couldn't have been much worse than what it was i mean to sep- to separate two human beings who are in love from one another and tell them no dancing uh is just so outrageous to body slam somebody for being maybe a little bit resistant to being arrested is so outrageous and someone has they suggested had no that authority. they were in a public place they had no authority whatsoever to do anything well apparently they have all the authority they need authority let me tell you something (laughs) authority is always whoever's strongest that's really what it's all authority is anything else is just an illusion i mean uh if and if you know if people you convince someone to do as you say then you're the strongest you know and and that's just i mean uh, the the authority of our government's the state governments, the city governments, the federal government, it's because they have a lot of power to back up whatever they tell us to do. Not only that, but also they have the obedience and the docility of the people because it's important to remember that they may seem like they have a lot of power, yeah. but in reality, we have the numbers. There are far more of us, those of us who are I, not them, than I think there it's are just them. important to note, exactly, and, and, and if, you know, again, if that illusion were busted if 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 it were dispelled and all these people stopped uh, stopped treating them as these authority figures then you're mm-hmm. right it would be dispelled the problem is for you know I, like uh someone there can say i don't recognize your authority but it won't matter you realize because they will simply arrest you and you won't be able to do anything about it robert any other thoughts you want to share well just to say the sheeple are awakening um that's why we're having more and more protests that's why we're being more uh resistant in a non-combative way and God forbid that that the poor veteran who was who was assassinated by SWAT team. Would they find sixty rounds in this guy, which was just totally uncomprehensible to me. Yeah, the guy that uh, was killed uh, during a drug raid. It was just right. yet yet another victim in this long line of destruction that is the war on drugs. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It is the uh, this live Memorial Day edition of the program here. Yeah, the incident where they're talking about the veteran that was gunned down. It's been a couple of weeks now. The mainstream media is p- finally picking it up and they're talking about it a little bit, but they're doing it two weeks after Free Talk Live did. And I'd also like to point out that this guy didn't fire a shot. He was just That's coming true. out of his house to uh, take a look at what's going on. And, uh, you know, police SWAT teams uh, on a drug raid just opened up on him. They didn't find any drugs in this house. They turned away the ambulance. That was called for this guy and, you know, wouldn't let even his wife go and, you know, hear his last words. No, wait, that guy was a veteran, wasn't he? Yeah, of course he was. But thank goodness we have veterans to protect the veterans from being killed by other veterans when they get hired by the police. 1-800-259-9231 as we continue here. Christine is on the line in Colorado. Christine, hey, I saw your YouTube channel recently. You are, uh, I guess you've kind of had a bit of a change of heart recently regarding stuff like voting and politics and such. I most certainly have. Uh, Ian, I have evolved from my minarchism uh, to being a libertarian anarchist. I see the, the rest of it is really uh, the antithesis of freedom. Uh, anything that uh, upholds the legitimacy of the state and the government is anti-freedom. So, yeah, I have evolved. And I was, used to be one of those staunch persons who, who would debate with uh, anarchists, but... Uh, They were uh, most certainly right, and I see that now. So what convinced you that voting is, in fact, upholding the state? Uh, Well, number one, the fundamental basis of it, 
uh, to even engage in voting is to say that you are in agreement uh, with the election of, quote, representatives. And I don't believe that any other human being on earth can represent Christine Smith or Ian Freeman or any one of our listeners out there except for themselves. The only purpose of government, uh, whether it's at the state level, whether it's at the federal level, at any level, is to legally steal our money and to force uh, their rules upon us. And I don't see either of that as legitimate, so I don't care how good a, quote, candidate is or cares about freedom to whatever degree, the very nature of holding an elected office is anti-freedom, because uh, if you truly respected freedom, you wouldn't want to be stealing people's money or imposing your will upon them. And to vote is to condone it, is to say, I agree with the system, and I know that a lot of minarchists still hold to the idea that we're going to have a limited government, which I believe to be an oxymoron, and I think all of history has proven that it only becomes tyrannical. I, I agree with everything you said, except for one word that you used. Yes, what was that? Minarchist. I, I use the term mini-statist. Oh, yeah, and I think that's good. And I want to tell, thank you for pointing that out, because when I was a minarchist, um, the thing that really kind of irked me, and I mean that in a positive way, because I always want to question myself, and that's why I, uh, as best I can, I feel that this is an evolvement, um, was when someone would say that, just what you said, because you are still a statist. You're still looking at yes. the government, someone else planning for you. It's and funny, it's funny it's that someone says... That we that, uh-huh. Someone will say, uh, you know, a, th- a theist is someone who believes in a theist isn't someone who believes in a really, really big God. You know, a theist is someone who believes in God. And, and if you believe Correct. in a state, if you believe we need a state and that a state is essential for our freedom and all that, then you're a statist. Very is, well is that said. an unreasonable definition? No, and I, I, don't and think I agree so. with you completely. And I think more of us, we need to focus upon that because those who are minarchists and who are folks. Are we going to a break? Well, I'll tell you what. Stick with us here in a moment. Uh, We'll come back with more with Christine at 800-259-9231. Because I don't agree with everything that she said. No, I have Uh, to disagree with the definition of minarchist, too. Oh, I, I agree with that, with the definition I think of minarchist. That it's wrong. 1-800-259. Maybe we should call them coercionists. Mini-coercionists? How about I, that? I don't know. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Because I don't like the term status. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll-free, and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Tis the live Memorial Day edition. And we're here to take your calls about anything you want. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Don't forget, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site totally free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you may do so by shopping with us through shop.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through the links you see there, different links for different countries. Click through the appropriate one for you. Get your shopping taken care of and feel good because you're getting a great deal through Amazon and you're helping Free Talk Live at the same time. Essentially, when you go through that link, it's telling Amazon 
who sent you there, and they cut us a portion of their profits for sending them the business. So get your shopping done over at shop.freetalklive.com. Christine Smith is with us from Colorado. She is a liberty-oriented blogger and at one time, I think it was 08, uh, ran for the Libertarian Party presidential nomination. So you're somebody, Christine, and are you still with us, by the way? Yes, I am. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, you're somebody who has uh, certainly seen the inside of the political world. You have uh, done quite a bit of uh, political activism. So it's not like you're just someone who is just saying, screw the state, I'm done with this uh, nonsense and becoming an anarchist because, well, it's convenient. You've actually gone through a lot of the uh, political system. and You're very, uh, I guess, intimately familiar with it. And so that's kind of, I'm sure, uh, sculpted your your opinions uh, on this. But essentially, you put out a YouTube video recently and announcing that you, you're now calling yourself an anarchist and you uh, have completely rejected any engagement in politics whatsoever. Is that fairly accurate in to say? The, uh, yes, um, in the electoral system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, I look at the previous involvement I had in politics, whether it was seeking the LP nomination or running here in Colorado for the State House. Um, I was wrong. Uh, even as someone as liberty-oriented as I was and uh, believing in freedom and wanting to fight and help people uh, to have greater liberty in their life, I was wrong to ever want to assume a position, um, whether one achieves it or not, to assume such a position in which one's salary would be paid uh, by legalized theft, which is what is taxation, and even my will or the will of the people in order to free them. I do not see any body of human beings um, as legitimate having power over others. So I now reject the premise, and thus, of course, I would never run for office. I would never vote, but I would like to quickly make a comment, and then I would like to talk about Memorial Day. Um, But uh, to those who still cling to this idea that they are going to restore the republic, and which I do not, I do not even uh, view the Constitution at this time. That's to quote the law of the land on paper only. But even in that, I do not see that as freedom. It's a far cry from the Articles of Confederation. Uh, But for those who do wish, they wish they had a constitutional government and they are, you know, so much lobbying for all of these things, control the budget in the Fed. Uh, The fact of the matter is I'd like them to look at the core problem. The Bill of Rights was made to restrain the government, and it has failed. This shows the the nature of human beings when you give them power over other human beings. It's always going to grow. It's always going to get larger. And I would remind them the tyranny that we are now living under in the United States is not going to go away by you casting your vote. Um, And I think it's very sad that those with such good intentions, as I was for many years, um, are wasting so much of their time, their Mm. energy, and their resources on things that are never, it's never going to achieve greater freedom in this country. I share a lot of those, I share a lot of those concerns, Christine, and I have to agree completely almost completely that uh, that the efforts that are at a national level to try to change that Washington DC are vir- a virtually complete waste of time. I did give money to the Ron Paul campaign because I think Ron Paul is out there spreading the ideas of liberty. That's why I value him, not because I think he has any chance at winning the presidency or any kind of uh, or that any kind of significant change will come to uh, to DC. That was more of a, an idea of, of supporting somebody mm-hmm. who's a communicator of the ideas of liberty. So I totally understand uh, where you're coming from. There are a couple things uh, with which I disagree, although, Mark, I think you wanted to, to jump in. Well, I, I, what, what I hear here is the idea that 
because one wishes to seek office, um, that one is doing something that's wrong. As far as I'm concerned, that that office is a tool, and a tool is not neither, neither good nor bad. I use a hammer to hammer nails. If I were to hit my wife in the head with it, I would be doing something bad. Okay. Now, I'll agree with you that the government is used on a regular basis to hit people in the head, and mostly has been done that. It almost entirely has been done that. That, but the fact that one person that one person may hit you in the head with a hammer does not mean that nobody will and well, that, that okay. an elected official could get in like you for instance that could get in and try to protect the rights of people that would like to have them in there christine okay. i would like you to be the president over anybody else that's running okay do you understand i, under- I, I understand that and just like i understand what ian said in regards to uh, his support of ron paul And though I can appreciate that because I felt that for many years, I would have to disagree with you in this regard. Even a person such as myself or any other person of integrity that really wants to live those principles, if you are true to the principle of non-aggression, you would never want to hold an office that only exists by aggression. And that's my point. Even Ron Paul, as much as he's done for education, which I see as the the main... uh, uh, achievement of him, I would rather than seeing him run for president, I would much rather see him on a lecture circuit, continuing to focus on education, just like I think but any of us That's pretty much what freedom. he's got. I mean, as because he's, right. he's, yes, he's just using the politics me, as a platform for, me, for he, that. He does what is right for him, but for me, and addressing what Mark said, I don't see that holding elected office as a tool because I see to hold elected office as a violation of the non-aggression principle in itself. Because that, that I don't agree with at all. Because that would not exist if it were not for aggression. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Obviously, I'm against having the government. Every four years, you get a new government, right? Like, so the idea that that uh, wishing really hard is going to make that stop is... No, and I I would tell you this. I have no illusions, um, unlike those who still are supporting government in any way like that, that people are going to wake up and see things the way that I see them or be an anarchist. So could I I protect myself, Christine, is what I want to know. Am I allowed to protect myself? I, I will say this. I don't. I believe, ironically, that when you cast a vote for someone, you are actually, and I think all the politicians, even the ones that are as opposite of your political values as possible, Mark, uh, uh, you are actually validating that and saying, I accept this system as legitimate. I, I prefer myself. I've made a choice that all of my time, my resources, and my personal energy, rather than being wasted on a charade of elections, is going to be spent toward education. That's fine. You can make whatever choices you want. You exactly. can dye your hair purple if you want. Those, hey, but, but the, the question I have for uh-huh. you is, can I make those choices for me? Oh, can I choose somebody as a champion to protect me from the aggressions of and government? Yet your quote, champion, anyone who gets in elected office is forcing their will upon other people who do right. not agree The will with it. to leave I me the F violation. alone. Like that that's what I want that's what my will is is that they government will sh- never do that I'm telling you government is never going Right to- I get I get where uh, you're coming from Christine like I understand that this is why this viewpoint of the anarchism or it's whatever absolute is too hardcore desperation is what it is 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 the well, fact I'm that people have been beaten I've, so hard for so long that they just no. don't believe anything can happen Right they no, see no, take a look at what's going on I'm in New Hampshire possibility thinker I disagree with that entire I'm a possibility thinker but I am not going to, I see that the entire system of government, when it is for, based upon coercion, which it is at this point, it's not governance, um, I'm not going to participate and do something which I deem evil in order to get a good end. I don't believe in that. 
I, I don't understand how you're saying the government is um, that that you would be participating if you step in as a politician. You vote no for tier against tyranny every single time. You take your paycheck, you donate it to charity, you give it to you you give it back to the world the best you, the best way you can. That's how I rationalized it before. That's exactly what I believed with my entire heart. But I now see to even hold that office is to say that there should even be a government and somebody that's taking that money that's from people not, to begin that, with. See, this is just, this is one of my biggest objections to this sort of purist uh, anarchist view. They wish it was pure. It's not even pure. It's, it, it's illogical. Well, it's well, just, I find it's it just going... It's aggression to hold office. It's no, in no I way, shape, or form. <laughs> Well, all of all of our history in the United States from the, the local no, history, history, that's that. what that's the hammer argument. If the hammer's been used to hit somebody in the head every no, time, you're trying to say that it won't strike nails. The, the fact that Pete, you are saying that a small group of people can make any decisions upon other people's lives. They can make aggressive. a small group of people can make decisions, and that is to leave people alone and to make other people leave then people the alone. Government shouldn't exist, and I'm not going to be part of uh, condoning it and saying I agree with the outcome of it. Governments election. will always exist. People must always be able to rule well, themselves. Wait a minute, hold on, Christine. Uh, is it but, condoning the government if I run for mayor as the nobody candidate, where I announce that if I am elected, I will not take office? Is that somehow uh, upholding the government? I think that's government? more of a, um, a lesson entirely because you would not actually take that office. I think that serves as, as an educational tool. Probably one of the ways. But wait a minute, isn't think, well? Okay, now you now I you seem to be that. equivocating. So you you wouldn't have a problem with that? I would not support it or be involved in anything like that. I find it a bit silly. Um, I I would much prefer to focus on what freedom is, and perhaps when this government collapses economically. People will be ready for some governance and self-reliance. Thanks for the call tonight, Christine. Appreciate hearing from you. She didn't get to Memorial Day stuff. That's all right. That's okay. 1-800-259-9231. want to have room for you and your thoughts at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever it is that's on your mind. Hour number two is next. Whether you want to talk about Memorial Day, voting, the system, anything goes. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you'd like. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Live Memorial Day edition. We're here taking your phone calls, as always, about anything that you'd like. Obviously, we've touched on uh, the idea of Memorial Day, this uh, sort of fallacious concept that 
the U.S. military is responsible for protecting freedom when, in point of fact, uh, it seems to me like freedom is being lost over time. And so, therefore, if that's their responsibility to protect freedom, they're not doing a very good job of it. In fact, some would suggest that uh, the, the U.S. military going around the world killing people actually puts us in greater jeopardy of being harmed. And so there's all kinds of reasons why Memorial Day is just a bunch of nonsense. Uh, it's a feel-good holiday designed. I do love uh, the whole uh, day off kind of feel, though. It's nice to have holidays, sure. It uh, doesn't mean anything to me now since I control my own schedule. So, so uh, again, they it, have barbecues on, on Memorial Day, though. People, yeah, I didn't, people cook I, free food. I didn't get any barbecue today, so I, I don't know. I'm not sure I, I'm That's not sure why I you're care bitter. about freedom, you know? <laughs> So, again, a lot of people go out there and they drink and they barbecue and they party and they, they kind of just spout off the, these you know, platitudes, maybe that's the word I'm looking for, about uh, the military. They just kind of uh, – they, they utter things that they've heard that they just kind of repeat without really even thinking too hard about what the military is. And, of course, that is a group of men and women who follow the beck and call of a bunch of politicians in Washington, D.C., which usually involves oh, killing innocent people around the world. Not you know, just the, that, but it does happen. America has become the, – literally, the term America is almost synonymous with freedom, and, and it's used in that way. And you hear someone – when they mean when they mean that they're a freedom lover, I'll hear them use the term patriot, and I always cringe a little bit at that. I mean – it, it, I know it seemed like there were certainly some principles. You know, if you look at the Bill of Rights and things like that, there were these principles that had not been clarified before or stated before, but they abandoned them almost immediately, it seemed like. Uh, you know, it, in, in no time at all, it, everything in there was being violated. And, That's right. And so it hasn't really, you know, since far before my generation has it ever really stood for freedom, it seems like. And so it's so difficult to it's when i hear someone just describe themselves just say i'm a patriot as if that's supposed to mean you're freedom loving i i cringe a little bit yeah it's a it's a it's a convenient illusion though to get people to believe in these things and like you said uh, it's platitudes you know they're platitudes right. it just it just feels good to say you know to think about american flags and freedom and right. memorial day i know the feeling and i and I, you know, I'm driving down my street and I see the flags all down the street and it just oh, appalls yeah. me. I just feel like my tax money is paying for that. You know, they stole money from me to pay for that. And, and that is offensive to me. <laughs> You know, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. So you can uh, dial in here, bring up whatever it is that you'd like. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So again, whether it's on Memorial Day or something else entirely. Uh, in fact, Mark, you've actually got an email from a listener in. Iran that you wanted to share. Right. And this does sort of tie into the Memorial Day because, yeah, you know, if you're if you're big into Memorial Day today, the chances are very, very high that you think that Muslims are out to kill you. Right. There are a lot of people that believe that. I said, uh, you know, chances are. I mean, I use I use some. We've got to kill them before they kill us. Fight them over there for so we don't have to fight them over here. They all hate freedom and yeah. Muslims. And I. Uh, it's, this this email is specifically from a listener that we have in Iran. Jihad, <laughs> jihad, and um, he's uh, talking about the discussion that we had regarding the rapture. And uh, anyway, I'll read it here. It's uh, from uh, I'm not going to give the name here. Uh, let's see, what's he sign it? Uh, 
Iran is what he <laughs> signs it as. So um, he says, I'm a longtime listener from Iran. And in on 5-21-2011, uh, the podcast following the discussion about the rapture, some guy called in and expressed his hatred towards Muslims. This guy didn't really sound like he wanted to say, I hate him, but like he was revealing to us, mm. look, I just really hate them. You know, that's kind of how the, 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 the picture was being painted. And then somebody else called in and said that he had read the Quran and that it advocates removal of all other religions. I'd like to explain why they've misunderstood the concept. And I'll be brief in order not to bore you. And the point that I made to the that guy that called in was you can't really read the Quran, say, cover to cover and expect to understand the religion. Yes, you might be able to quote some verses, but – at the same time, you could read the the Bible and you would then come to the conclusion that all women have to wear, uh, you know, headgear or whatever in church. And, you know, they must be they, they must be modest or whatever it is. If you read these books verbatim and understand them verbatim, then you're not going to get the current interpretation of the religion. Mm. Religions are always interpreted by their culture at the time. So anyway. Uh, he says, I'm going to use this link, and he gives some Quran link there uh, for English translations of Quran. Please check all the translators so that you can see the six different available translations from each Quran verse. And then he quotes some stuff here. In this verse, it is uh, said that God only approves of Islam. No other religion will be accepted. However, the Quran clearly states that Moses, Jesus, and other messengers were Muslims and invited people to Islam. When Jesus sensed their disbelief, he said, who are my supporters towards God? The disciples said, we are God's supporters. We believe in God. We bear witness that we are Muslims. This is what it says in the, you know, their, uh, the, in, in the Quran someplace. And he's got quotes. So the Quran is saying that Jesus was a Muslim. Right. What they're claiming is, is that essentially everybody needs to be a Muslim, but the Jews, the Christians, and the Muslims are all Muslims. Hmm. That's what the claim is from the Quran. Do you understand? So let me see if I'm following here. The caller that was very anti-Muslim was saying that the Muslims want everybody to be Muslim and they're going to force us all to be Muslim. Right. You're saying that the Muslims already believe that you are Muslim. Interesting. At least from the the, the minimal step. Only if you're a Christian or a what? Christian or Jew. So they don't believe atheists are Muslims then? No. Okay. I don't suspect the vast majority of them care though. Well, right, because the Muslims we've talked to haven't said that they want to force anybody to do anything. They've right. been very peace-oriented. And that's the other per- portion of this, right? So what the Quran says whatever the Quran says, and he's going to point it out here, mm-hmm. and we'll go through it a little little more because I think it's great. Right, and then there's what the Muslims do and say and, and believe. And this is what they do and say and believe today. Yeah, I mean, you know, Christians say that you're going to burn in an entire in, – in, in, in an eternity of torture if you don't – believe that Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior and accept him as such. Well, I mean, which which threat is worse? I mean, I'd rather be threatened with a little subjugation here on earth and then have eternity with my Lord and Savior than an eternity of torture. So, you know, I mean, it it all depends on how you interpret this. Mm -hmm. So Moses said, oh, my people, if you are really believe in God, then put your trust in him. If you are really Muslims. This is the legacy that Abraham left to his sons, and so did Jacob. Oh, my sons, God hath chosen the faith for you. Then die not except in the faith of Islam. 
There are many other consistent verses. What I'm trying to clarify is that the Quran does not consider a person Muslim if they're following sectarian teachings of Sunni or Shia. I think there's others that's like Sufi and, and other smaller um, sections of Muslim. The criteria, Wahhabists, uh, the criteria for being a Muslim has been determined in the following verses. Surely those who believe, those who are Jewish, the Christians, the converts, anyone who, one, believes in God, and two, believes in the last day, that gets us, and three, leads a righteous life, will receive their recompense from the Lord. They have nothing to fear, nor will they grieve. So you're saying, what does believe in the last day mean? I don't know precisely what believe in the last day you, is. It sounded like you were suggesting that, that it means that it's the, there's like an end of the world I, viewpoint. I, 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 that's I, the impression I got, was that it refers to the rapture. That's what I, I would assume. It's something or something some rapture-like, an end of days. Or, something, or at the yeah. very least, that God judges you at the end of your life for uh, you know believing or not believing in, I would in like him. some clarification on that. Yeah, that's the one thing I'd like to know, too. So, Iran, if you want to write back and uh, let us know what the last day means, we'd love to hear it. But it, he essentially goes on and, and has some more scripture. I would like to, to back hear up. a little more of this. 800-259-9231. Then we'll jump right back into your phone calls at 800-259-9231. So basically debunking the whole idea that Muslims are this bloodthirsty horde out to destroy Western society and culture. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. The live Memorial Day edition of the program. It is Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. And by the way, we invite you to our website where you can get interactive in various different ways. We've got our mobile site as well. You can go to m.freetalklive.com. There's not much interactivity there because it's designed to give you quick access to our live streams and our podcast. So if you want the full site, you go to freetalklive.com. If you just want the the quick stuff, uh, you go to m.freetalklive.com. And uh, there's more coming up here, including your phone calls. We'll get to them, but we'll finish the uh, thoughts here on the Muslim question in a moment. LibertyManiacs.com. They have the largest online Liberty brand featuring the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different other Liberty products. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, LibertyManiacs.com is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement worldwide with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. No hassle, money-back guarantee on all products, new products almost every day. It's LibertyManiacs.com. So you've got an email, Mark, that you're sharing with us from an Iranian listener who wanted to clarify at least his understanding of the Muslim religion, the uh, the beliefs system therein uh, that is very common amongst uh, a number of Muslims, and what the religion actually says versus what or the Quran actually says versus what some people who hate Muslims would like you to believe. Uh, this group of folks out there that uh, you know, they want you to believe that all Muslims are this bloodthirsty horde of killers that is out to either convert you or destroy you. 
and it's just nonsense from having talked to Muslims in my personal life and on the air. And it's always nice to hear from another Muslim with uh, their viewpoint, their perspective on this. Now, from what I understood of what you said, the Muslim belief system is that being a Muslim is important and all, but apparently other religions are also Muslim. Do well, that, right? there's sort of a step ladder of Muslimness. Um, which I think that one could, uh, one would see even in Christianity. So if you're, a, say, a Pentecostal, you would likely believe that, uh, oh, well, I guess those Jehovah's Witnesses are Christians and those Mormons are Christians, but just barely. And I guess those Catholics, they're Christians and probably more than Jehovah's Witnesses, but I don't like a lot about their stuff. And the Protestants, there's a lot of the stuff they've got it right, but they really don't have their, their, their souls aren't on fire for Jesus. So they're not really Christian enough either. So, I mean, every religion and dom- denomination has the stepladder mm-hmm. of uh, other denominations mm-hmm. and religions, right? Okay. And I think that this is what he's trying to point out is that Christians and Jews are on the sort of the lowest rung of the Muslim stepladder. Now, he's not saying that. I'm saying that. That's my understanding of what I'm reading here. But in fact, everything we've read here says that the Quran here, I don't know what it says in the rest of it. I don't read the Koran, people. I don't care. I don't spend a lot of time with old religious books. But here it says that essentially every one of us that is Christian, Jewish, or Muslim would be considered a uh, a Muslim. I guess I wouldn't fit into that category because I don't quite fit their criteria here. That I, I don't believe in the last day. Um, I don't now the last day, uh, what are the three criteria? There's three of them. It uh, believes in God. I believe that they're okay. You you call it whatever you want. I believe in God. Um, believes in the last day. Mm, I don't think that God is going to judge his children and send them to hell at the very least. Because you would question, we had questioned what the last day was, and we speculated a little bit, and the speculation was pretty much right. Uh, here's a website about beliefs of Islam, belief in the last day. The Muslim believes there will be a final hour bringing the end to this world's life, and that there will be a last day after which there will be no other day. Then the second life begins. The last day uh, refers to the Is that events when we get our virgins of the hereafter, when Allah or Allah, the Almighty, will resurrect all the creatures, gather them before Him, and call them all to account. Then He will reward the pious with the eternal bliss in paradise, and, virgins. and the evildoers with the disgraceful chastisement in the fire. So it sounds an awful like hell. Uh, the threat of hell there. I didn't know yeah. that Muslims believed in that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was pretty certain that that was the case. Interesting. I, I just don't know much about it. So Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's that's basically what the uh, the story here is. It uh, goes on a little bit more. Uh, what I'm trying to clarify is that the Quran does not consider a person Muslim if they're following sectarian teachings of Sunni or Shia. The criteria for being Muslim has been determined in the following verses. And then he says that uh, this, this whole last day, righteous life, the whole thing, to, will receive their recompense of the Lord. They have nothing to, to fear, nor will they grieve, meaning that, so if you're a Christian or a Jew, you're not going to grieve. Believing in Muhammad or the Quran is not itself essential. Hmm. The essence of teaching is summarized in uh, chapter 103 and only has three verses. How about that? So the, so the Islamic religion is more, would you say it's more inclusive of others than many Christian religions? Uh, from what I'm reading here. It certainly but, sounds more merciful. I mean, I, at the very least, it's like, well, you you don't quite have it right, but uh, we know, you, you know, you can still go to heaven. You know, yeah, we're not going to torture you forever in, in hell. In know. the Christian uh, Bible, it says that if you haven't reached, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't heard the preaching of God, then you will likely be, and you've lived a righteous life, then you're going to be okay. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, they have that kind of inclusion. I don't think the Muslim, I don't know that the Muslims have that inclusion or not. So one could make an argument one way or the other. But the point that I'd like to make here is, is if you go looking through the Quran, I'm going to find something here that's going to say something bad about these people. Mm-hmm. Try to imagine what it would be like, say, for a, uh, a feminist, a radical feminist that uh, had never really heard of Christianity before, reads the Bible, finds the, the verse in there that says that women must have their, they must, uh, bow, uh, you know, give obeisance to men, that they, no woman can be over a man. Can't speak have, in church. Can't if speak you have in a church. question, ask your husband at home and let ha- him ask in church. Have Paul the hat on and the whole deal. What would they say about Christianity? What would your answer be? Because my answer would be, well, you know, Christianity, there's there's a few small sects of Christianity that do that stuff, but very few. This isn't how Christianity is today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, basically you can explain that away. Now, I'm not a Christian. But I'm going to be fair about my explanation to that because that's what's true. Mostly Christianity doesn't require women to to be subservient to men and doesn't require them to wear hats and not speak in church, not teach men in Sunday school and things like that. That's ludicrous. That's a cultural reference in an old book. But when you go through the, the Quran and you try to find bad stuff about Islam, well, it says right here. That doesn't mean that that's how that they practice yeah. their religion today. Good point. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to you. Your thoughts, Jim. Speaking of second lives, our second lives, Jim in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? Um, yeah, I wanted. I originally called in about voting, but I'll, I might as well say that first. Um, I just reopened the uh, Liberty Bar up here in Second Life. Right now, we're we're in the Republican headquarters. We're moving very soon, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested, come check us out. But uh, I wanted to call in about voting. Um, so people are still doing people. the Second Life thing. I mean, we haven't heard about Second Life in probably a few years on this uh, this program. Is it still, you know, as popular as it has been in the past? Um, as popular, no. But uh, a lot of people on there are a little bit more dedicated. Um, the the administration staff has has is largely a lot less authoritarian. Um, they just had a new CEO. They just fired pretty much all the uh, staff. Um, and everything's doing a lot better, and it's starting to grow a little bit more. We'll see. Now, but the Second I, I Life, uh, nice I know you were calling for another reason, so hang on. The Second Life is this, it's, to call it a video game, I don't know if it's really accurate. It's more of like a simulation. I guess it technically is a game. You do have an avatar that you control, and it can fly, and it can do things and build things, and you can interact with other avatars. And I believe it's free to get into, if I'm recalling correctly, but there's like a, you can pay for things in it. Uh, Anyway, it's kind of kind of neat if you like that sort of thing. And there's apparently a Liberty community there. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up what you want. It's the live Memorial Day edition, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there for free. And we've got uh, the bulletin board system, which allows you to interact 
with other Free Talk Live listeners. Go to bbs.freetalklive.com to do that, like everything else, totally free on our site, bbs.freetalklive.com. If you're tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet and banks charging you fees all the time and you want to take back control of your own money, take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency. It's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time. Learn more. Visit weusecoins.org. Fiat currencies are decreasing in value. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. All right, so the toll-free number here, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. We've got Jim on in California. Uh, Jim, you're back with Free Talk Live. Go ahead with your thoughts. Jim in California, going once. Jim in California, going twice. Maybe we lost him. Let's try Mike instead, uh, listening in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Mike on the amp lines. Hello there. Yeah, guys, I just wanted to uh, say that I am celebrating my uh, second anniversary of exiting the uh, Navy prematurely. And, Congrats. Um, best decision of my life. How did you get so out? Um, well, basically, uh, I was going through a really uh, rough time in my life uh, when I signed up and felt like I had no other options and wanted basically uh, uh, a guaranteed job. Wow, this uh, sounds so really familiar. <laughs> Why is that, Derek? Right. Uh, similar to me. Ah. Go ahead. Cool. Well, uh, anyways, I, I get there, and I'm in um, their boot camp or whatever, and I'm just, um, as soon as I step off the bus, I'm like, what the hell did I get myself into? Because mm. they're um, shouting at you, and what, what 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 was it that brought that yeah, just thought about? Of, uh, arbitrary nonsense, and, and there's a lot of brainwashing going on, and you're watching. I, I was in my mid-20s at the time, and I'm watching guys that are 18 years old without much life experience at all or anything and they're just you know being stripped down of any individuality that they have in this process and um i'm weighing the options of you know how to how the hell they get myself out of this before i'm in too deep and um basically if you get out during boot camp uh you're not actually like uh discharged from the military you'd be something what they call separation Hmm. and so um what i did is um I basically told them that I was crazy. Uh, I told them uh, that I was um, going to harm myself, you know, commit suicide or whatever. And none of it was true. It was just um, something I had to say in order to get out. And as soon as you say the magic words like that, they immediately say, all right, well, you know, send you to a doctor. You answer a bunch of questions. and Yeah, this guy's um, a liability. We don't want him to, uh, to be around. So I, what I told him I was crazy, too. Crazy for boys. <laughs> so what was it that what was it that led you to this? I mean, how did you figure out that you could tell them you were crazy and get out? Um, well, I would I uh, had heard talked to some other people that were in my unit or whatever, and they had um, they had gotten out or they were on the process of getting out. And um, you basically, when you sign up, uh, they ask you a bunch of psych evaluation questions, and so I was you know, kind of able to figure it out, like, well, if I, you know, I had to tell them on my way in that I wasn't crazy or anything when I get in there. If I tell them that, you know, before them actually done all the training, graduated and everything, you know, I would think they'd probably not want to use me. And so, <clears throat> you know, I, I guess I didn't have 100% certainty that I would get out, um, but I made it all the way to the last week and 
uh, decided, you know, this is enough. I don't want to be a slave for four years of my life. And, uh, you know, went and did that. And, uh, I don't know, just a lot of, uh, interesting experience when I was in there and, you know, anybody that hasn't done it, you know, if you're thinking about it and you feel like, well, this is something might be good for me to do, you know, really reconsider, um, you know, it's just, it's not a good thing. And I'm just happy to say that two years ago, in another couple of weeks, it'll be my second year getting out. Have you ever uh, considered doing any counter-recruitment? I mean, essentially what you just did there was what they call counter-recruitment. It's something that Quakers are, a lot of them are familiar with. Um, The idea being that you, as somebody who has some experience, somebody else who might be a veteran as well, uh, going out and reaching out to young people that are considering joining the military and attempting to give them something else to consider, uh, something beyond just the propaganda that they've been force-fed over the years, a viewpoint of experience and uh, somebody else who's been there telling them, look, this isn't what you think it's going to be, and you know X, Y, Z points. Please don't join the military. Have you ever considered uh, going out and doing that, and like you know, trying to reach out to people? Well, to be honest with you, um, it's not something I share with a lot of people. Uh, just on the fact that you know people might look at you and say, "Oh, you know, um, you know what what the heck is wrong with you that you couldn't you know finish?" Uh, you must be a bad, bad, bad uh, human being. Right. Well, only good people um, are in the military, so therefore, if you didn't want to continue on the military or couldn't continue on the military, you must, by process of elimination, be bad. Yeah, exactly. And I've um, this is actually probably my first time ever really being real public with it. Uh, huh. You know, I talk to other friends, close friends of mine, and tell them, you know, what a mistake it was, and uh, you know, it's really interesting when when you're in their uh, training. Uh, at least the Navy's this way. Um, it's absolutely boring as heck. Um, most of the day you just sit around and they give you a little handbook and you're supposed to study it for these uh, little tests that they have throughout training. I mean, and anybody with, um, you know, real basic IQ can score really well. Uh, and you're just kind of just have to sit in front of your bunk or whatever studying some manual. And then every occasionally they come and yell at you. You know, and then you go back to doing that, and it's just really. I, um, I memorized that mind. thing, and then I would put myself to sleep at night in my bunk by doing it like forwards and then backwards and stuff like that. I would do the military well, alphabet forwards and backwards. They as have fast a military alphabet. Alpha, yeah. Bravo, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta. Oh, the phonetic off, letters, etc. Gotcha. Oh yeah, the um, <laughs> one of the funny things was that they would always say. Please recite your, or they would tell you to recite your general orders, and every branch of the military has 10 general orders. And to be honest with you, I couldn't name one right now, but Mm. at the time, you know, they would put you on the spot and do this. And, you know, if you didn't fold your clothes right and do all these things right, you know, they were, you know, down down your. Man, uh, I would have hated that stuff. I'm glad I had had a lot of theories about the brainwashing that was going on there. In fact, um, I don't know what you think about this, but. uh, I remember, you know, they, there's there's certain procedures that you get uh, very early on in boot camp about calling calling attention when uh when you're it's a petty officer in, in boot camp. It's supposed to be for officer training, so you know how to treat officers. But uh, during boot camp, you have a petty officer, and you're supposed to treat them as if they're an officer, right? So they would come. Your 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 leader would show up to the barracks, and they'd call attention, yeah, and absolutely. then you better be ready and everything, and then. And then they would they would come down on you really hard, and I think the goal was to get you to work together uh, as and almost treat them as the enemy. You know, to, to watch each other's backs and like you know. <laughs> do you ever get that feeling that that's what they were trying to do to get you to like see each other as like you have to see, get you to team up with your fellow 
recruits to uh, to deal with this tyrannical overlord type or something? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's definitely a lot of you know bitching going around going on when they're not there and you're kind of off by yourself or whatever. I remember saying certain things about like you know this is this really sucks you know screw the navy and people would get mad and. I would say other comments, and they would be like, yeah, you know, that petty officer, he's a real jerk, whatever. And I got to the point where I really was like, i got to get out of this, and I started, like, just attacking the whole the whole idea of it. Well, and I think it's great news, and news. I think it's great that, that you have become more public about it. And I'd encourage you to, you know, and I, maybe, maybe it will be detrimental to you, but uh, I think that there's some value in, in somebody like you coming out and telling your story and doing it more than just on, on talk radio. But then again, I don't have anything to put on the line. So uh, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line because going out and doing counter-recruitment could save somebody's life. You could save the life of a young man or lady who would otherwise have joined the military and ended up perishing at the hands of the politicians who sent them to die for them. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9. This is Free Talk Live, the live Memorial Day edition. We're here to take your phone calls, as we always are, about whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Your thoughts on Memorial Day? Certainly welcome the military, etc. We're also talking about dancing in D.C. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free lines. You can join us, by the way, on our website at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live... You can become an amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. We will take the, the three bucks a month in that it costs to become an amplifier, and we will reinvest it into the show, getting on more great radio stations across the country. Should be announcing at least another couple stations here sometime this week, which would be nice. And That'll put us over the 100 mark? In theory, it certainly will. So we'll let you know when that happens. It's pretty exciting for us. And it's all thanks to listeners like you becoming amplifiers at amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, the amp-only uh, amp forum, the amp-only podcast, and more. Go get the details. Get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our secure website at amp.freetalklive.com. As we will continue here uh, with you and your calls and thoughts at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Hancock in Virginia on the amp lines. Hello, Hancock. Hey, boys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? So, you guys probably know it's by now it's Memorial Day. It and, is. Uh, you know, on Facebook there's a lot of these, uh, you know, God bless the troops and, you know, freedom and all this stuff going on and whatnot. You know, I think if the military really cared about freedom, they would have deployed SEAL teams. Steel Team 6 there on um, the Park Rangers uh, in D.C. Smoke them out of the holes and bring them to justice. Right, because this weekend, for those that haven't seen the footage, uh, there were nearly half a dozen people, liberty-minded activists like Adam Kokesh and some other great folks, uh, arrested 
in many in some cases a very violent fashion. Adam being body slammed onto the ground and choked, uh, arrested for dancing in this so-called public uh, memorial where there's plenty of room to dance. And it's just it was just so despicable what these cops did. You know, I I don't know whether T- SEAL Team Six would do anything against the cops, but I I would ask the average person to listen to think about this for a second. If the government decided it wanted to wipe you out, and it told the SEAL Team Six some little story, this is a dangerous dangerous person. If you don't kill him, thousands of Americans could die. Mm. Do you think that those guys would infiltrate your house, shoot it up, and kill you? Of course, they don't have a. They don't have to question the orders. They would given. just wipe you out. They wouldn't care about whether the court, or the orders are constitutional. They wouldn't care that you're an American citizen. They are paid killers, and that's what they'll do. Hancock. Yeah, my question is, what would TJ do? Thomas Jefferson. Right. Well, I don't know. He's he wasn't probably the best guy. The Did you say screw the maid, Mark? Yeah, probably okay. screw the maid. Gotcha. <laughs> Hancock, anything else you want to share? Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. By the way, the news coverage of this weekend's D.C. dancing arrest has expanded, thankfully. Other news organizations, Monkey See, Monkey Do, are climbing on board and reporting on this, which is great news. And they're also reporting, Mark, you were just watching one of the reports during the, the, uh, the break, and they're reporting on the upcoming event this Saturday. So they're doing it again. The brave dancers who were arrested this past Saturday are going to be back at the Jefferson Memorial once again, hopefully with a whole lot more people, because this last weekend, this weekend's event, maybe there were a dozen-ish people there, and a lot of them were most, I would say seven of the dozen were cameramen and five were dancers. Five were arrested. Five people were arrested for dancing. I was surprised nobody was arrested for using a video camera. It wouldn't surprise me if they actually were this weekend because they're coming back. Now, remember, the Facebook event in advance of this event only had about 70 or 80 people saying that they were going to attend. Obviously, 80 people did not show up. There were maybe a dozen-ish people there. So now that this new event has gotten so much publicity and people are real, I mean, this has really cranked up the publicity as a result of uh, the arrests. Because all kinds of news media are reporting on this, and many of them are reporting that there is a Facebook event for the next one, and the ones that are online, many of them are actually linking to the Facebook event. So a lot of people are going to the uh, the Facebook event, which I will give you the name of here shortly, and they're indicating that they will be attending this. Now, the current, it's called Dance Party at TJ's, if you're looking for it on Facebook. Dance Party, the at symbol, TJ's. Currently... 1,400 people claim that they are attending, with nearly 1,000 saying they may be attending. Now, if the numbers are anything like they were this weekend, we'll be lucky if we see 100 people show up. But if 100 people show up, that'll be awesome. I mean, even if 30 people show up, that'll be awesome, because it's all about the numbers. From my observation of doing various different sorts of civil disobedience activism, if you've got the numbers... You are unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just intimidating. I think they realize that, you know, at some point they realize it's just not worth it. You know, it's not worth what, you mean it, would, the cops. what it would take. Yeah, exactly. The enforcers, or whoever the enforcers are, usually the cops, they realize it's just not worth it. The, uh, well, at a certain they point, they can't do. even handle it. Yeah. I mean, they, ha- they barely were able to handle five people dancing. 
because they only had maybe about five or six cops on the scene there. So they had to do kind of crowd control because there were all kinds of regular people around. They had to stop the people from videotaping. They had to move everybody out from the uh, the memorial. And this was all during slash after they had begun arresting some of these folks. In fact, Mark, you pointed this out before I actually ended up seeing footage of it, which I, I saw the footage later on. I thought it was hilarious where Ed, uh, who was one of the organizers of the uh, the event, who called us actually last week and we'll probably hear from him again but uh ed after he was handcuffed gets up and starts dancing around which i <laughs> right. just thought they, was perfect there weren't enough cops to handle the five i think there were three cops and five yeah, protesters more than three cops but there were, more. there were three handling protesters and one standing off to the side I don't know. I, I counted more than three cops. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Well, I counted four cops, one who was wearing a different uniform, who was standing off to the side. I don't know whether he was directing things or did not. Did you see the one with the M16? I did not see yeah. him. No. He was off to the side. He was not doing anything but crowd control. But yeah, they did send a cop out with a machine gun to this event. So there were, th- as I understand it, three cops handling the five protesters, and they just didn't have enough cops to handle protesters. And, you know, so they put some cuffs on uh, Ed, Eddie, and uh, he got up and started dancing yep. some more. <laughs> I just thought that was, like, the perfect touch. You know, screw you and your authoritarian diktats. I'm dancing in my handcuffs. It uh, was very reminiscent of some of the, the street theater that has happened up here in New Hampshire, like with the uh, the uh, the the emperor from Grafton, uh, as he was standing in court being arraigned for wearing a hat, a little paper hat that he had made in court, he began to uh, recite poetry and uh, and there was singing that went on uh, during this whole process. And he also started clinking his chains into the microphone as well. So to kind of poke fun at the idea that you're even handcuffed in the first place uh, is, is, I think, a good thing to do. The, the more you can do to make them look asinine, the better. And I thought uh, Ed, Ed, Ed was brilliant uh, in, in doing that. I think it was just Ed. I think the young, the, uh, young lady that was arrested as well, well uh, is, from Code is, Pink was also dancing. Yeah, it is a foundation of, of, of an illusion. Yes. I mean, it's just an illusory foundation. It's just this, you know, like the guy earlier said, they didn't have the authority to do that. And, and just right off the bat, that rub, it just, I, I hear what he's saying, but it just rubbed me the wrong way because they never had the authority to do any of it. It's all an illusion anyway. Yeah, so, I sure didn't elect so, them. So I, I, I hate to pick nits over whether or not in this particular case they were actually abiding by the Constitution or the law. Or, I mean, people can argue back and forth about those those things endlessly, and it all boils down to it's all a big illusion anyway. Now, the news media that you were watching, Mark, uh, from one of the D.C. TV stations, I believe, they interviewed some of the some people on the street about their thoughts on this, and they made the comment that not one person – thought that what the dancers was doing was wrong. Right. They interviewed some people on the street. The the man on the street reports says that nobody could figure out anything wrong with dancing at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. And as a matter of fact, Thomas Jefferson would have probably approved. However, we know those people do exist. We did have somebody call our show on Saturday night to defend the state. And the one guy who did it said that he believed that it was a protest about nothing. He did not defend the idea. He felt that the cops were out of line and that they should have ignored it and that he felt it was a protest about nothing. I've got, he felt that the legal stance was, uh, was tenuous. I've got, the, I've got a piece here that uh, will excoriate the activists. There is somebody out there that thinks that uh, what they did was wrong. And they, uh, the claim here is that the Jefferson Memorial dance arrests were poorly handled by the demonstrators. And uh, it's coming from a blog called We Love D.C., which shouldn't be a surprise. 1-800-259-9231 is the number here. It will uh, give you their thoughts here in a moment. What is it that somebody could possibly say is wrong 
with what these folks did, with what uh, Ed and Adam and the Code Pink Lady and all these other great people that came out uh, to, to do this event, to dance in public at the Jefferson Memorial. They've actually managed to find something that they disagree with, so we'll explain that to you here in a moment. 800-259-9231, and you can take control of the airwaves. You may bring up whatever's on your mind. By the way, the media exploding a little bit over this. Now uh, Google News is uh, returning about 47 different results on the D.C. dancing arrest, searching for Jefferson Memorial, uh, brings that up, whereas the night we were talking about it was only maybe two. So it's nice to see that happening. Hour three's next. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's, helping bring your family together with wholesome dinner options, even on the busiest of nights. Find dinner table ideas to bring your family together at letsfixdinner.com. To get kids involved in dinnertime conversation, ask specific questions, not broad ones. Instead of what happened today at school, try what was the best thing that happened today. The more specific you are, the more they'll have to say. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And by the way, Dale joining us courtesy of his radio show, Flaming, uh, excuse me, Prometheus Unchained, which you can visit at flamingfreedom.com. And it is a once a week LGBT oriented, liberty oriented talk show. Yes. And Something like that. You guys have a lot of fun with that show. It's been, I think you've been doing a good job. Oh, yeah. With it. We had a real blast this, this latest one. So go to flamingfreedom.com. You can download all those episodes and get details on how you can listen to it if it's uh, when it is being produced live. 1 800 259 9231 is our number here tonight. Uh, kind of coming back around to a topic we discussed in detail on Saturday night the DC dancing arrests. For those of you who perhaps missed that episode of Free Talk Live, you can get a whole bunch of, uh, you know, three hours on it over at freetalklive.com. We interviewed Adam Kokesh from RT, uh, formerly known as Russia Today. Uh, he is their nighttime talk, talk show host, I guess. What do you call a TV talk host? Is it TV yeah. talk host? Uh, a talk show host is not inaccurate. Right. I mean, he's not taking phone calls necessarily, but he is hosting a talk show with guests well, and such. Oh, yeah, I guess. I, it's kind of a news show, but not really, I guess. Anyway, he's doing a good job with that. And he went out to uh, to the Jefferson Memorial with about a dozen activists, many of whom were armed with video cameras. Others were uh, doing some dance moves and they were dancing silently at the Jefferson Memorial. And then the park police came in there and threatened them with violence and then proceeded to enact violence upon them uh, because they believed that they were free enough people to where they could dance quietly at a public – in a so-called public place. Turns out that's not true. Turns out that Oops. the government courts have ruled that essentially if the government uh, people want to restrict your activities in a so-called public place, that they may do so and that there's no restrictions on them as to what activities they may restrict of yours. So – it's not just about dancing. It's about anything. If they don't like you holding a sign, they could tell you that you can't be there. They could tell you where you can go. Like, for instance, you were watching a news report about the dancing mark where they, you know, park, park police said, well, it's okay if you want to dance out in the, the lawn over there. You can go over there and dance. That's fine with us. But it, you just can't dance here in this Sorry, sacred you area. You can't peaceably assemble here. Yeah, exactly. So uh, these people were arrested. One I of guess them, the whole Congress shall make no law thing. 
Yeah. One of them thrown to the ground. It's probably not a law, Mark. It's probably just some government. Right. Bureaucrats will just make up whatever they want. Right. Uh, so one man thrown to the ground and choked uh, as a result of uh, you know not being too uh, – he wasn't assisting them with their kidnapping of him, and so they got real violent with him. And they're coming back next week, which is the most exciting part about all this. They are not going to uh, give up. In fact, the numbers will likely – I'm hoping they're going to double or triple uh, for this uh, this coming week. Over 1,000 people are saying that they are going to be there. Or, excuse me, over 1,400 people are saying on Facebook that they'll be attending. So it would be nice to see at least 50 actually show up. And it would be nice to see at least half of those 50 actually participate in dancing. And it would be extra nice if the original five that were arrested didn't have to dance this time around because it sucks to keep getting charged with crime after crime after crime uh, because they then will jack up the charges on you. And right. That's kind of how they that's how that kind of how they get you is if you keep on disobeying what they say time after time, then they'll jack up the sentence on you. So right. it's so, a lot easier to spread that thinly over a lot of different people if because you have they the people. will not increase likely will not increase the sentence uh, right. You know, for those people. They'll all get one day or whatever it is. Yeah. If you have the numbers to do it so that's the most critical aspect here but what do the critics have to say there are critics um, it's always critics many of them that i've seen like on comments on news articles and such are coming from the idea that this is a sacred place you can't just be you can't just be violating the the sanctum of the the Jefferson Memorial. Well, the problem with that line of thinking that, in fact, this was all spurred by a girl who a group of people, actually, that wanted to go to the Jefferson Memorial on Thomas Jefferson's birthday at midnight on a Saturday and silently dance to sort of celebrate Thomas Jefferson, who he was in the world and what he did for freedom. So, in fact, this dancing, which uh, then she was found guilty by the park police. They didn't mm-hmm. like her. She asked too many questions because there were several people. They could have arrested the whole group if it was about dancing. It wasn't. It was about not obeying their authority immediately So she, uh, without question. So mm-hmm. she asked too many questions. They arrested her. She appealed, whatever. As usual, the crime in America is disobedience. Right. The, the crime was disobedience. Then the court ruling came down that these people did exactly what they were supposed to do, that you know, they, they're, they're well within their rights arresting peaceful people, dancing at the Jefferson Memorial in celebration of Thomas Jefferson's birthday. So these dancing people are in protest to a ruling that says that you cannot dance in celebration of this man at his memorial. Yeah. <laughs> so that argument is fallacious and stupid. Well, let's continue here. This is from WeLoveDC.com. They say that the Jefferson dance arrests were poorly handled by the demonstrators, that is. Oh, the above videos. Oh, those cads, they killed, they yeah. slay me. The above video splices together several perspectives on yesterday's arrest at the Jefferson Memorial of Adam Kokash and others who were there to demonstrate against restrictions on personal expression at the memorial site. The Boing Boing crowd is making a lot of the way Kokesh is brought to the ground, which is a highly unfortunate distraction from the more important issue of free speech zones in modern America. Says you can skip forward to the video to see two more physical arrests. The first is of an unidentified individual, and the arrest starts out with little physicality until another individual runs in and attempts to pull the first man away from the officer. Both are taken down to the ground and restrained. The third arrest is of Kokesh. Viewing from there and listening to the audio, it's clear that the officer first attempts to tell Kokesh to submit to arrest without touching him, then endeavors to turn him around and detain him. Kokesh ignores the request, continues to walk away, then refuses to kneel. It's at that point that the officer lifts him and throws him to the ground to restrain and arrest him. The selectively edited highlight reel 
doesn't show the first man interfering with the other man's arrest, nor do you see the officer attempt to arrest Kokesh without violence. It's hard to tell, though arresting somebody is not a violent act within itself. Because I think that, that needs to be uh, you know pointed out on a regular basis. Look, it's that's, an act backed up by violence. It is an act of violence in and of itself. If that act is necessary to secure somebody who has committed uh, an act against someone else, then it is justified. Right, that makes sense. If you're talking about somebody who's a violent thug that is dangerous to others, has harmed others, or allegedly has harmed others, then it makes sense to you know use as much caution and, and I guess, reciprocal force that is necessary in order to take that person down. But that's not what's happening here. Right, in the case of... Uh, so, yeah, it is important to point this out. And what, what happened with Adam is a perfect example of the violence that backs up these arrests. Whenever the police are intending to ticket you or arrest you or pull you over or whatever it is they're attempting to do to you, it is backed up by the threat that that man may body slam you, tase you, hit you, uh, or possibly shoot you and kill you. Right. If you think you're free, just don't pull over when the cop puts his lights on. Yeah, see what happens. Just see what they do. Yeah, you're. it's a free country, right? So, again, just it, it, you're right, it is important to, uh, to put that aside. It's a bunch of nonsense. And so we'll continue here with what uh, WeLoveDC.com has to say. It's hard to tell to what extent anyone is resisting against the officers once they're prone. While they don't get any limbs free, it's clear they were physically resisting before that point. They could be straining against the hold the officers have on them. It's impossible to tell from the video. Of course, the cops are trained, I'm sure, to start yelling, Stop resisting! Stop resisting whenever they want to hit somebody, whenever they want to really hurt you. They just have to yell, stop resisting. And then when they go to court later, after they've charged you with resisting arrest, that's all they need to do to convict you of resisting arrest is say, he was resisting me. So, you know, it's a completely okay for me to bust his head against the pavement. Resisting is bad. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's one point, and I, I, we didn't get to talk to Adam Kokesh about this because I didn't notice it until later. But there's one point in the video, there's a few different videos out there, and I posted as many of them as I can over at freekeen.com. Uh, but at one point in the video, Adam Kokesh is like in a stare down with one of the cops. Do you recall seeing that? No. It's worth it's worth going back to and watching because it's it's really kind of epic. Like there's this hulking cop. This cop is much larger than Adam, and Adam's not a, a small guy. Uh, you know, he's pretty well built, yeah. and uh, so this hulking cop is like staring down Adam Kokesh. And what's the best part about it is Adam never breaks his gaze, not once, and. On top of that, he's got his headphones in the whole time. So even if this cop is telling him things, is there any evidence that Adam Kokesh is actually able to hear what he's being told? It's a good I mean, question. He's, he's sitting there with his headphones just bobbing his head, snapping his fingers as this cop is trying to stare him down, and it's uh, certainly worth a look. 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control. Bring up what you want. Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything. 800 259 
9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. Did I mention it's Memorial Day? We're here live in the studio. We'll take your calls, as always, about anything at all. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own. Made in America, made for you. Go check it out at Ruger.com. Get it at your local gun dealer. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. We also invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy features like the Shrine of Female Listeners and others all completely free. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they are listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com, and we'll give you details there if you are a lady listener as to how to become part of the Shrine. Once again, shrine.freetalklive.com. As we go uh, back to uh, continuing the discussion regarding the D.C. dancing arrests this weekend, nearly half a dozen liberty-loving people arrested in Washington, D.C. for dancing at the Jefferson Memorial, ostensibly public place, a place at which there's there's plenty of room. Uh, There were not... People packed in elbow to elbow or anything like that. The folks that were dancing had plenty of room with which they could uh, express themselves. It's just that the uppity cops and the court system, uh, they don't like the idea of people expressing themselves. They don't like the idea of people gathering, assembling without a permit, uh, without begging for permission first. And so these folks were charged. And I believe I don't recall exactly what uh, Adam Kokesh had told us. But the charge was something like dancing in a public park or something absolutely ludicrous like that. Uh, we've yet to see what's going to happen as far as when the trial is for these individuals. Uh, but we will certainly update you as soon as, as, soon as we hear anything at all uh, about this. And a, a number of the folks that actually were arrested have contacted the show directly and communicated with us. So I'm sure that we're going to be hearing more. In fact, a number of them will be attending the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and we'll tell you more about that coming up here in a little bit. But we're sharing with you right now a piece from I Love DC, excuse me, we love DC, uh, dot com, which is some sort of a blog site worshiping the state cap or the, the U.S. Capitol, which I find gross. I wish D.C. Um, would just leave the rest of us alone is what I wish about it. Yeah, I, I, When I was visiting D.C., I found that I liked some of the people in D.C., mm-hmm. but the place itself is icky to me. It's just government everywhere you look. There's government building on every street corner, every single road. It's just government, government, government. And for somebody like me, that is the last place I want to spend any time. I wish time. D.C. was a little island where it couldn't bother anybody else. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, but anyway, We Love DC is critiquing the activists in this case. They're saying, hey, these cops, yeah, they used force, and that doesn't look so great, but you shouldn't have resisted. You, Adam Kokesh, you shouldn't have held your hands up when that officer was trying to put your hands behind your back. That's well, why you deserve to get thrown to the ground like a, like a professional wrestler. Well, I'm not sure that I, I don't agree with deserve, but I think that it is a foreseeable consequence to the action of not complying as uh, as quickly and as easily as he could have. I mean, it was clear that he decided, you know, I'm going to hold my hands up here and make it hard for him to pull my put my hands behind behind me one guy i don't know mark it could have been a dance move because remember adam kokesh at that time had headphones in 
and at least I believe he did. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain because he was in that stare down phase when he was uh, kind of essentially having a uh, staring contest with one of the cops. Uh, he did have his headphones in at that point because he was bobbing his head uh, to the music. And I believe it was shortly after that that he was uh, body slammed. And that was after the, the cop was attempting to put him in handcuffs. But it, it could have been that uh, Adam was simply trying to do the robot. You know, he like, you know, put his hands up as though he was doing some sort of a robot dance. Well, usually uh, if that's the case, you would react to somebody who grabs you around your middle. And that's what happened here. So he didn't react to that in that normal fashion. He was pre- he was acting like I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing, which says to right. me that he understood what was happening. I don't know what he understood. I'm not going to go out on that limb, but nonetheless, I I'm interested in his defense of his uh, his actions. But I just think that this is likely foreseeable for all the activists involved. They understood oh, what I they just, were going yeah, There's into. no doubt. Whenever you do civil disobedience, if you don't. Uh, if you go all the way and you do, I don't like the term resisting. That's a government term because I don't want to resist them necessarily as much as I want to simply non-cooperate. But the more you, the more non-cooperative you are, the more likely they are to be violent with you. So like me, I break pretty easy, so I don't go (laughs) all the way. I haven't ever gone that far. I mean, I've considered it. Maybe someday I will. Um, but I've, I've just kind of, kind of tiptoed slightly into, uh, to those waters, uh, and we all have our limits, and we all have the, the, the different levels it will take things to. Um, so, yeah, I see where you're coming from, Mark. It certainly is accept- expected that the cops are going to turn violent. But that, does mean, that doesn't mean it's right, uh, what they did. It doesn't mean that it's necessary. It doesn't mean that it's okay. I'm not going to make that claim. Right. I think that these cops took the low road. I think that they made a very poor choice. I don't know whether it's the individual police officers, their commandante. Well, they all made the choice. Well, they, Every they one of them the made the choice. Every but, one of those individual officers who was taking orders from that sergeant that day could have chosen to say no. At any time they wanted to. In fact, the one guy that separated the two people that were dancing, he had kind of this S-eating grin on his face the whole time. It was really bizarre. It was like he well, was getting his jollies off of stopping these people from it dancing. It could be that. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure that that happens a lot with police. I mean, they they get little adrenaline rush. Uh, they get ad- adrenaline rushes mm-hmm. from arresting people. Mark, you were saying. I, I just that you know, you never know how people deal with stress. I mean, he could very well have been uh, excited by what he was doing. Lots of people who uh, are ge- adrenaline junkies get into the law enforcement. There's no doubt that are that there are sadists out there that are in law enforcement. He could just as easily have hated what was going on and been keeping a smile on his face in order to uh, to to hide the uh, the darkness in his soul. I mean, you know, you, you don't Good know. Point. So back to uh, WeLoveDC.com. The author here says, I am personally a big supporter of civil disobedience against unjust laws, and I was all the way behind Kokesh and the others until the second the officers attempted to arrest them. The law against peaceful, non-disruptive demonstrations is baloney, but it's the current law of the land. Getting charged with it and fighting it, although this is pretty pointless since there's already a case in play that may be further appealed above the circuit court level, is great. But resisting that arrest is not. So what uh, this person is claiming, that civil disobedience's only value is to bring a case before court. court so that one can then have it decided by the, 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 the people in power. So and you I Jews think, just get right on that train car. Right. I, I don't, well, it's like, the, well, they can make a mistake uh, with the law, but the court can't make a mistake. Right. The, the, the idea here, well, it's fallacious. It's not understanding the history of civil disobedience or its purpose. And I, you know, I mean, they need to go back and read a little more. Well, it's, it's a very obedient version of someone who supports uh, civil disobedience. I support your disobedience up to a point. But once they say you're under arrest, you should do absolutely everything they say. 
walk right into that uh, death chamber. I mean, that's what they told you to do. It's the law. That's our system. If that were the system, thankfully, we don't. we're not quite to that point. Changing the law, writes the author here, changing the law and changing public opinion via nonviolent demonstration and challenging the constitutionality of an arrest is fine. But the additional escalation in this circumstance is entirely on Kokesh and the other demonstrators. They had the opportunity to get arrested for what they believe in and show the world the status quo. The arrest of the couple gently swaying, for example, is a perfect exam- example of how Silly, this restriction is. We're coming up here. 800, I agree with him on that part. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Your thoughts are welcome. Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us, including news updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, go to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow the emailed updates, Twitter, Facebook, whichever works best for you. Once again, that's news.freetalklive.com. Coming up here in uh, just a few weeks, the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011, the biggest liberty-oriented event of the year. It's happening the 20th through the 26th of June, and we will be in attendance. Dale, you going up on the first day on uh, Monday? Yes. And so will, so are we. In fact, uh, so I guess that means you'll be on our Monday night? Sure. Oh, all right, cool. So uh, we'll be talking to all kinds of different people. And Adam Kokesh, who we've been talking about here uh, from Adam versus the Man, who was body slammed in Washington, D.C. by the police over this weekend for dancing. He'll be attending the Porcupine Freedom Festival, I believe, on the weekend portion of the event. I know that Ed Dickey, who was one of the other uh, folks that were was arrested, uh, one of the organizers, I believe he's also going to be attending. He attended last year. And uh, I think uh, some other civil disobedience superstars from around the country, like uh, John Kurtz and uh, John Bush, John Kurtz from Orlando and John from John Bush from Austin, uh, will also be in attendance. Catherine Bleich. If I'm not mistaken. I know that John and Catherine are maybe a little short on funds, so maybe they're a little up in the air because uh, Catherine is, is pregnant. So yeah. whether she'll be making it. Is Once you've got a family, you're always short on funds. So, uh, But it's going to be a lot of fun because not only will civilly disobedient folks be there, but uh, politically active people will be there. Some of the, uh, the Liberty reps like Mark Warden, I imagine, will be in attendance mm-hmm. as well. These folks that were elected in this last election season in 2010 uh, to the, uh, the New Hampshire State House. These people are free staters, people who made the move here as part of the Free State Project, as we have done. So the whole gamut of activism will be represented at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. But it's not just about speeches or, or panel discussions. Those things will happen but it's about socializing and networking and meeting liberty-minded people and more importantly experiencing what it's like to be in a community of other liberty-oriented individuals because if you're like me where you live there just isn't much of which to speak there's not much activism to point to where we used to live yeah there's not much to get involved with and what there is is less than exciting what there is is uh 
Eh. I remember my I remember one libertarian meeting in L.A. and uh, two guys showed up at this little diner and complained a lot and didn't have any plans to change anything or do anything about it. And then that was it. I in never, L.A., yeah, this is three in people, including yourself. Yeah. That's the problem with liberty activism around the country. It's spread too damn thin. The activists that are out there aren't very active, and there's just not much going on. So bring people together. Bring them to the same place. That's what we're doing here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. And the Porcupine Freedom Festival is a great chance to meet a lot of the people you hear on these radio waves and the people that you see on the Ridley Report and Tally.tv and these other great media efforts that are going on here in New Hampshire. Many of those folks are going to be in attendance at the Porkfest. So we'll see you there. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. You can go there to get registered. Porkfest.com. Use our coupon code which is free talk live with no spaces in there use the coupon code free talk live to save 20 percent on your registration and there's a lot going on a family events uh, live musical performances free keen karaoke i believe is going to be happening I, I hear there's going to be a karaoke contest of some sort uh manchester versus keen i'm not sure dale what side you'll fall on for that contest uh, uh probably, both ways. you have houses I, <laughs> I, yeah i live in both places right now i still consider myself ma- primarily a keeniac all right all right that's good yeah so we're gonna i think there's also going to be uh the of course the very popular soapbox idol contest and if you go to youtube i believe some of the soapbox idols from years previous are there so if you want to get a taste of what that's like anyway go to porkfest.com get registered it's coming up quick so don't dilly dally campsites may sell out so who knows jump on it they're just selling rv sites now yeah that's what i've heard all right so 800-259-9231 we love dc.com coming down on the activists uh from the weekend who were there's brutalized in some cases by uh, the D.C. Police Department for dancing at the Jefferson Memorial. The author here at WeLoveDC.com is saying that uh, he or she supports civil disobedience, but as soon as the cops come and tell you you're under arrest, you should do whatever it is that they say. All right, to be fair, they do point out that they accept the idea of going limp. Uh, However, they don't like that. uh, They believe that the activists in this case resisted arrest and they well, are really shaming them. For I it. guess one has to ask the the question: What does it mean to go limp? It means that you're not helping the police officer. Right? That's correct. You are not walking. You are not assisting. You're suggesting that you own your own body. That you're you know it is yours to control. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if it was someone else to control, the cop would be able to control it, and you'd be able to get what you want. Um, so by not putting your arm behind your back, which is essentially what happened here, you. I mean, there's no uh, none of these things have changed. You know, they're not they're not helping the police officer, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're uh, they're acting like they own their own bodies. I don't see any much much difference from a philosophical standpoint. And from a legal standpoint, when an activist goes limp, I've seen them be convicted of resisting. Yeah, and the point was made in court that look. This isn't resisting because I'm not doing anything. In fact, in point of fact, in order to stand, I have to resist. I'm resisting gravity by standing upright. 
by going limp, I'm doing anything but resisting. I've actually let loose my resistance. I mean, I'm still, my bladder's still resisting, so I don't pee myself. But uh, for the rest of my body, I have let loose my resistance. I have gone limp, and gravity is what has taken me to the ground. It is gravity that you are fighting against, officer, when you are trying to lift me up as someone who has gone limp. But they call that resisting, and they get conviction after conviction of people who are who are just going limp and not actively resisting. They still call it resisting. They still get convictions. Right, and, and this is uh, you know this person has who's written this has shown themselves to not be educated in this area of uh, civil disobedience. They, so it's clear that they don't understand the difference between violent and nonviolent resistance as far as the authorities go. And by the way, this was these are both forms of nonviolent resistance, either going limp or uh, you know trying to hold your arms in front of you. So no, no cop has been elbowed. In in the jaw over this mm-hmm. so and you know they probably don't know that going limp you know th- that crap worked in the 60s it doesn't work anymore uh, if it hadn't been for these cameras you don't know that these cops wouldn't have put a foot in these people's faces damn right now i don't know not every cop's going to do that but some will mm-hmm. especially if there's no cameras around especially if you make them work harder even by going limp if you don't yeah, want to get like the, that stuff if you don't want to get the foot in your face you need to you need to comply with what the officers do. You, you you make it difficult on them by getting arrested, but that's where it stops. Usually, what I'll do is the, the way I approach things, and I don't know this probably wouldn't work in D.C., but because the cops around here are a little better than cops in other places, I will tend to be non-compliant unless they say please. So if they want me to go somewhere, like to walk from point A to point B, I'll do as they say as long as they ask me nicely. If they ask me nicely, then <laughs> do you I, warn them. Do you say say please? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Oh, you didn't say please. You know, would you? Well, I, I'll be happy to do that for you. Just you know, say please. And uh, yeah, and then there are some times when they'll just bark an order, and I'll say, I'm sorry, you didn't say please. And it seems to work pretty well. It got one of them got frustrated with me over it a little bit, but uh, you know, like I said, we're in Keene, so I, I didn't get my the, head cracked open. I think it's the very, very best uh, use of your time, and that the reason for that is is you don't get this kind of armchair quarterbacking bullcrap. Okay, this person here is a coward and an idiot and uh, writing this thing and you don't get them armchair quarterbacking you and you get the cops have to comply with what you say. That's what you're getting from the police officers compliance Right, because they don't really want to lift you up. They don't want to do the work. They don't want to do the work of dealing with someone who's being completely non-cooperative. So they're willing to do a little buttering with the, you know, the word please. I mean, hey, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt it's to say the please, magic does word. It, dude. Right, exactly. Hey, I'm not. A, I'm not an unreasonable guy. I'm willing to do as you say. Just ask nicely. That's all. Yep. I know you've got the gun. Just use please instead. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. Although who knows, there may be a certain point at which they just go so crazy and do something so outrageous that I I do go completely limp. As many have done uh, before, it's uh, it's incredibly brave position and one that uh, that I certainly look up to and fully support those who uh, who do those sorts of things. But there's a role for everybody. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. What's yours? Free talk live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the give you the features there on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. It is a live Memorial Day edition of the program. Of course, as always, we're here to take your phone calls about anything you like. And joining you tonight, it is Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Don't forget, you can visit us online at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the program, you can help support the show in various different ways. And one of those ways is by going to promote.freetalklive.com. And you'll get a whole list of things that you can do to get Free Talk Live onto more radio stations and into more people's ears around the world. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Everything from getting a free bumper sticker for your car all the way to uh, web banners and graphics and such and flyers and things like that you can print out and help uh, get the word out about Free Talk Live. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Dot com one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to you and your thoughts, Captain Ned, listening in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live, Captain Ned. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I got a couple real quick ones. Uh, I got a quick defense for Adam and the dancing in handcuffs guy. Dave, what is that, Dave? Uh, the guy that was dancing while in handcuffs. That's Ed Dickey. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Ed, that's that, that guy's great, man. That's that's fantastic. Anyway, they got arrested. Uh, and charged with being dancing in a restricted area. Well, I can't think of a more restricted area than the White House, and Michelle Obama does impromptu dances all the time on White House grounds, you know, radish dances in the garden, etc. Mm. Video, some videos of that, introduce them to the court record, you know, run with that. Anyway, nice. Yeah, anyway, uh, I found myself in a graveyard yesterday uh, for soldiers and settlers from the 1700s. It was hot as hell, but it's in been Florida? a Florida? My- Wait a second. Aren't you in Florida? Well, I, I can't say really where I was, but okay. uh, it sent a chill up my spine. It was hot. It was sent a chill up my spine to realize these ghosts were the cutting edge of this republic. Okay, and in April, 7, April 19, 1775, the Battle of Lexington, Mass., a British attack at dawn started the war for independence. I'd like to read one paragraph real quick on the Declaration of Independence, and I'm done. Okay, it, it goes, the second paragraph, we hold these truths, the unalienable rights, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying on its foundation such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them the people shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. I am all set and ready. Uh, I I, I go ahead and exercise that right to uh, abolish the government. Are they gone now? Well, I'm just saying, that's the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. That's it's certainly good stuff. I, I like what they say there, there's no doubt. And thank you, uh, Captain I, I Ed, lo- for the call. I love it, but, like, uh, you know, magic scrolls only work in Dungeons & Dragons, so... <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't worked yet in real life, you know, writing stuff yep. down on paper... I don't know. Oh, yeah, and I plan on, you know, actually up here in New Hampshire, in the New Hampshire Constitution and Bill of Rights, uh, there is the Article 10, which is the right to revolution, which essentially says that, you know, it's a very similar language, uh, basically, that, you know, if you don't like the government, then you have the right to uh, revolt. You have the right to revolution, uh, and and you can alter or abolish or whatever. I don't have the actual phraseology in front of me. Uh, But essentially, I plan on bringing that up in in court if they ever come after me for these five misdemeanor counts that are still floating out there that I'm supposed to go to court for at some point uh i i plan on bringing that up and you know, letting the jury know about this right to uh, revolution not that i expect it will actually do anything uh but it's there you know the words are there and, and they do sound nice it's good I, I i suppose it's good that they're there versus not there 
but it never really makes much of a difference, does it? Hey, Mark, speaking of the Declaration of Independence, you were telling me something during one of the breaks about this Herman Cain, the Godfather guy, this uh, gangster who, well, like, he sees himself as a pizza gangster and now he wants to be a real gangster. Godfather's pizza, Herman Cain, he's yeah. uh, running for president. And I've got to say, at the presidential debate, of the candidates that were there, he sounded most presidential. By that, I mean he, he, will, he looked the the part he was you know Best tall pandering. attractive looking he uh, he has a nice deep resonant voice and you know he said America is to Americans as America are America 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 and then everybody claps hey! yay yay and you know that's that's basically the the crap that he said I I have a really interesting quote here this is his uh, his his uh, what do they call it announcement speech for president. Okay. So this is a portion of his, his announcement speech for president. Uh, now, I don't have a very good Herman Cain, so I'm just going to read this in my voice. We don't need to rewrite the Constitution of the United States. We need to reread the Constitution and enforce the Constitution. We don't need to rewrite. Let's reread. And I know that there are some people that are not going to do that. So for the benefit of those that are not going to read it because they don't want us to go by the Constitution... There's a little section in there that uh, talks about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. When you get to the part about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, don't stop there. Keep reading, because that's when it says, when any form of government becomes destructive of those ideals, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it. Except that's not the In his presidential campaign announcement speech... He said that the constitutions had, uh, included life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, right to alter or abolish it. That's the Declaration of Independence. Well, now, they're both old documents. I and- agree. People tend to equate these two documents. But I guess, uh, A, this is, this is a, a, a gaffe of colossal size. This is the Howard Kane or Howard Dean scream thing. He can just pack up. His whole campaign at this point. You think so? Absolutely. Well, because the, I don't know about the that. major media. Once, if he does get, if he does get the nomination, the major media will pound this into the dirt. What makes you think that? What it's makes huge. You think they care? The, his only job as president is to protect the Constitution, and then in his presidential nah. announcement speech, he says that the Constitution is the Declaration of Independence. Why didn't he That's- quote the Magna Frickin' Carta? That's I, I would think if you're preparing an important speech about you know you're about to become the president you should check your the stuff you're going to quote right this like, would have been an you know. acceptable gaffe under any other circumstances but this is in his presidential campaign announcement speech are they making a big deal out, uh, out of it right now at, they you don't have gonna... to right now look at the shooting of the cop the major media did it took them two weeks to pick that up mm-hmm. Ian the major media goes about its own time frame whenever it feels like and do you want to give the Obama campaign an opportunity to place Obama as a constitutional scholar against this guy who doesn't know the difference between two rhetor- rhetorical <laughs> document and a governing document. Oh, I see where you're coming from. I don't really care what happens. I don't care either. I'm just saying that this is I, I could care less. <laughs> the only point I didn't care less. Nah, maybe a little less. <laughs> so, the, um, so this, this guy, I could care. Well, he cares enough to less. do a little rant on it yeah. on the radio. Yeah. So. so this guy, this guy is not going to make it anywhere. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, if you're listening to my voice and you think that Herman Cain is an eligible candidate, change your mind. Go for Rick Santorum. 
Look him One up on Google. Google another. Rick Santorum. On that, on that subject, you know, a versus there, there are a lot of there seem I've met a, I've talked to a lot of people who seem to think Ron Paul has a chance. He came in number two in um, in New Hampshire. You're not one of poll. the people, though. You don't think he's going to have any chance at winning the, the I don't nomination, care whether Ron Paul wins the presidency of the United States. I know. We're, we're, I'm, I'm playing I devil's actually, advocate. I, I, at this point, I've donated only to the Gary Johnson campaign. I'm not okay. going to donate to the Ron Paul campaign because I didn't like what Gary they did. Gary Johnson with them. certainly doesn't have a chance to win. But Ron Paul's not going to. I don't know. Why, why, what makes you say that? I mean, I just, like, I'm just trying to tell people now so that they, you know... I don't, wanna, I don't want your tears on my shoulders later. Ron Paul is not going to win the nomination. No, right. there's I'm, no way. I'm, okay. I'm prepared emotionally. Okay. You, they know that, right? Okay. Callers, uh, okay. <laughs> don't, don't cry on my shoulder later. He's not going to win. I'm Just prepared prepare emotionally, yourself. but I do like the horse race of the presidential campaign. It's fun. That aspect of it is really? fun. I, do. I don't care a whit about I, it. I have to follow it a little bit, just it, just enough to like talk about it You know, uh, from a devil's advocate point of view. All I care about is that Ron Paul is going around and talking about the Thank ideas you. of freedom. I, I agree yes. with you there. I have to even concede that as a very political person as you know i'm very apolitical and i repeat that constantly but i will concede that ron paul is using that that platform to get some ideas out there and some of the people that he talks to start off as status and they end up as anti-status so uh, you got to give him some credit for that ron paul deserves i think the most credit of any visible liberty-oriented personality in our lifetimes as far as and i don't think he'd have a a comparable platform i don't know if there is a comparable platform out there that provides the opportunity that running for president has given him to talk about these things unfortunately there's not yeah. You're absolutely right about that, and so it is sad but true. Like the twenty million dollars that Ron Paul he wouldn't raise that he weren't running for president. Yeah. It was oh that money could have been used so much better it on some have. other kind of media campaign. True, but it wouldn't have been raised uh, because the 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 mindset that people are in is to donate money toward these political campaigns. That's how the money got raised. It's the only way it would have been raised, I think. And the campaign for liberty, as much as I sort of disliked it for the last uh, few years, has done a great job on this uh, Patriot Act thing that's come up recently. Um, It's made me... To see their work on the Patriot Act, Rand Paul's work, the Campaign for Liberty's work on the Patriot Act, has made me think, you know, I think I will donate some money to the Ron Paul campaign. I'm not 100% sure. It's not like he's my my little bit of money is going to make or break him. But, you know, I do it from a uh, standpoint of, see you tomorrow night. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and J. Neil Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.